Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Today, we speak with a startup that provides remittance services by leveraging blockchain and connecting existing financial systems with its network of cash agents. It aims to replace underground banking and the SWIFT system used by banks and will first target unbanked migrant workers in Southeast Asia as its customers. LightNet, the remittance provider, will provide low-cost and convenient remittance payment solutions and it's aiming to target 10 million immigrant workers in Southeast Asia, a market worth $150 billion. We're speaking now with former investment banker and vice chairman of LightNet, Tribodi Aruna Nonchai. Welcome to Influence. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. So I understand that UOB Venture Management, the private equity unit of UOB, has co-led a $31 million US dollar Series A funding round for Lightnet. Congratulations. We know that in thank one you. of your investors, Seven Bank, owns all these 7-Eleven stores in Japan, about 69,200 convenience stores globally. What does the support from UOB Venture Management bring to Lightnet? Oh, I think UOB has been very um, helpful. We actually uh, have a great plan to connect to most of UOB banking networks, including the money transfer product. What was very exciting here is that not only are we having 7-Eleven Bank, but we also have Uni President, which owns 7-Eleven in China, mm. uh, in, 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 in Philippines, and in some part of the world as well as Citigroup backing it, and Citigroup also owns 7-Eleven in Thailand. We also have secure partnership for 7-Eleven in other countries, such as Malaysia. So what really exciting here is through this investment, not only that is one of the largest CBA investments, mm-hmm. is actually bringing in the consultative partner who will be able to help us fulfill the vision of connecting all 7-Eleven in Asia-Pacific under one blockchain network where all 7-Eleven can communicate real-time and do account settlement all together in one network. What inspired the creation of LightNet? So basically LightNet, if you ask what is our purpose, Hmm. we want to bring in a full financial mobility. And we just ask about financial mobility. I mean, we hear it a lot. Uh, when people say, okay, Singapore is a city with high urban mobility. We talk about urban mobility, like how we move people. But one thing that will come after urban mobility is the level of financial mobility. When you come in and out of another city, how easy it is, how frictionless it is to move money in and out the country. What we learn is currently the world, even though we have such an advancement in financial technology, we're still living in a poor infrastructure where moving money in and out is quite challenging. Mm-hmm. We're living in a world where most of the settlement of money transfer, even though it's Asia to Asia country, everything has to route back to the U.S. market. Currency, if I convert a bond into Philippine peso, it's not convert directly. It has to go back to U.S. dollar. That's the most liquid. And convert from U.S. dollar back to Philippine peso. Trust is create the double spread situation. So it's very costly. Also, I mean, Asia is very unique, especially Southeast Asia. We actually, I mean, set aside Singapore, country like Indonesia, Philippines, their ratio of banking branch, 
that cover people, like one virtual branch, is probably 10 to 20 times higher than UUS. So let's say one U.S. banking branch only cover one to 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. One Southeast Asia banking branch has to cover sometimes like 20, sometimes 30,000 people. What that really means is that there's a low availability of financial service points. So, so what we try to solve here is basically not only the cost, but by basically connecting to convenience store like 7-Eleven, it actually gives people more availability of access points to do financial transactions. So availability is also not in terms of the coverage, it's also in terms of the time, right? Because a lot of financial countries, the banking branch, are closing before people finish their work. But most of 7-Eleven shops are either open 24-7 or open very late. So that also gives people availability of the time. The other thing that besides what we want to solve on the mobility of the borderless or geography, we also want to solve the mobility of money form. Our motto is actually we want to create the borderless and formless financial network. What we learn is currently we live in a world where one person has many kinds of money form. You have money in the wallet, different kind of wallet. In Asia alone, there's like more than probably 200 wallet brand. You also have money stored in Bitcoin. You also have money in different bank accounts. You also have money in like in different form of like a cash card. So when you want to move from one wallet to another, you want to get cash out of a wallet. It's still very, it's still very costly and sometimes you can't even do it. Uh, for example, if the sales go to a country like China, I just realized that if I want to take a train from one city to another city, even when I have a cash, I cannot pay for the train ticket. They only accept Union Pay or Alipay. So this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the mobility of money. It's not only the borderless, but also the formless. So what we try to do here is also bringing in the interoperability using blockchain technology, using um, our, um, our technology. Our vision here is whether your money is stored in any form, it can move anywhere. So, so the vision of LightNet, in short, is basically uh, reducing the cost, bringing the availability, bringing the interoperability. So ultimately, people can have the full financial mobility across Asia Pacific. So I understand your main platform has been completed. When is your first transaction expected? It will be coming uh, before end of Q1. Currently, we're doing basically the corridor between Thailand to Cambodia, Myanmar, and also the Indonesia corridor. Indonesia is a big receiving market. We are very fortunate to sign a processing agreement and super agent agreement with MoneyGram. And MoneyGram, three out of the top 10 MoneyGram Central Asia corridor is Thailand, Philippines, and Indonesia. So we are very fortunate to able to match the liquidity from MoneyGram to Asia and to our base VT cash and cash out network in these ASEAN countries. The first transaction will happen definitely before end of Q1. Then we are probably want to connect all the cash and cash out network, which means all the 7-Eleven in Asia Pacific by end of Q2, and then able to launch and make sure that everything is connected through the blockchain by end of Q2 and be available for any other money transfer to join the network. Fascinating. Why are you targeting the migrant workers in Southeast Asia as your first customers? Well, they are probably the most underbanked. In many countries, migrant workers, they can't even have a bank account. 
They can't outdo a number of financial products. Also, migrant workers, there are just many of them. Like just Thailand alone, it's estimated actually in Thailand alone, there's official and unofficial number. If you include both of it, it's actually estimated that 10 million migrant workers just in Thailand alone, they're coming from Cambodia and Myanmar. In Philippines, we all know that is one of the largest uh, countries that export labor to countries like Middle East, to Japan. Also, it's a segment where we can leverage on our partner uh, in the more fruitful way. For example, Seven Bank, which is our shareholder, they also control 20% of the market share of sending money for the, for the 3 million ASEAN workers that are working in Japan to, to send money back to ASEAN. So, so by able to target the migrant worker, not only they make sense in terms of size, in terms of need for the migrant worker, currently they really need the cash in, cash out. Um, they really need the product to be lower cost, and they really need the availability, as I mentioned. It's also because of the shareholder we have, we're able to connect basically the full circle. So from day one, we were able to connect to 7-Eleven Japan. They are doing 20% of all the migrant workers in Japan. So that's like the same side, and we're able to connect to basically the Thai market, the Philippine market, the other Southeast Asian market as the receipt market through another 7-Eleven or another cash and cash network. So it, it makes sense in both the size, it makes sense in both of the execution plan. What is the size of this market? You're aiming to essentially replace what has been termed underground banking? Basically, okay, one thing about LightNet, we're not a B2C company. Our idea here is we're providing infrastructure mm. for current player, the coming player, whether they're old or new, to become more cost-effective, to having more available, available points to interact with their user. Um, the, the problem we're trying to solve here is we see many fintech try to solve the money transfer space or the payment space. What they've done is they create a wonderful, good-looking app, but it's still not solving when it comes to the infrastructure level. Yes. But they're not really able to have a solution that can link cash to really the online network. So, um, so, so, so what our vision here right, is... And, 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 for example, the underground banking network, what really happened? For example, in countries like Thailand, 70% of the immigrant worker money transfer done through the junket operator, right? Mm-hmm. So it's our hope that by having the line infrastructure, a factory that our employer could connect to the line network and able to turn, for example, the HR or the supervisor, which is a one impulse machine to be able to offer a lower cost, more available point money transfer service to the worker. So I think it's not our job to, to basically uh, change user behavior, mm-hmm. but we are working with a number of agents, working with assistant players to use our technology to attract and able to improve the life of these workers. The other thing that um, is really attractive is when you think of Southeast Asia, we become a very high growth sector for the whole world. And if you see, for example, countries like Singapore, you see a huge migration pattern. For example, now, when you look at Singapore, uh, Singapore probably have at least 30% of people who are non-local. 
And out of our Asian countries, are moving in the same direction as Singapore. Right. We probably going to see Southeast Asia at one point, mm-hmm. reaching one billion population, where at least 20, 30 percent mm-hmm. are basically migrant worker or staff. Which meaning that, and then when you think about it, right, let's say just like, let's say 30 percent of the one billion, 300 billion US need to move, let's say, conservative $100 a month, right? You're talking about, you're talking about 30 billion US that you need to move a month. A year, you're talking about close to 400 billion US that need to move. Mm. And all right. of this probably need cash. Mm-hmm. Or, as you're aware, they need to travel in and, in and out, right? And currently, even though there's a solution like travel card, it's just mainly for the payment, um, the, the cost is quite expensive. Imagine that for these um, frequent flyers across Asia Pacific, now they can just, you know, have money in their wallet, go to seven bank uh, ATM in Japan, able to cash, able to cash out at a cost close to zero. Or or a Seven Eleven or a Starbucks. Thank you so very much for joining us, Mr. Tribodi. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tribodi Aruna Nonchai is Vice Chairman of Lightnet. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.